Hey everyone, I'm Jen Garrett and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. On this podcast, we are going to talk about how to succeed in business and in life by putting winning strategies into practice to help you advance faster. So if you're looking to move forward and reach that next level of greatness, then you are in the right place. Now get ready. Let's suit up, show up and move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series where I am having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Alema Collins. Alema played college football as a defensive end at Ottawa University where he made 74 tackles during his college career. He ranked second in team history with 18 and a half TFLs, tackle for loss, and he had four and a half sacks, four pass breakups, three forced fumbles, and one fumble recovery. Alema, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, I appreciate you being here with us today and part of this special Path to the Draft series. Let's start off with you telling us more about your story. How did you get into football? Growing up, my parents had always pushed sports onto us. I actually started off with boxing because my dad was a boxer growing up. But as I was getting older, I fell in love with the game of football, like around six or seven. That's pretty much when I just started to fall in love with football and football just became my sport from there. And what is it about football that excites you? Everything it comes with really, like just the bond of the band of brothers, uh, you know, the preparation before the games and just building the bond really is it for me. Never have I ever in my life had such a bond outside of family bloods. Great. And now let's talk about your family from and I know that you almost lost your mom back in 2010 to a stroke. Can you share with us what was that like for you and how did that situation influence and affect who you are today? I felt like it affected me a lot into the person I am today. That was definitely something that I will always remember just because I was in the ambulance with her at the time and just seeing my mother fight through all that pain and all that suffering that she was going through at the time, you know, it really instilled into me that, you know, no matter what life throws at me, you know, I can, I can fight just as hard as she was fighting and just to be more like her every day, you know, just to fight for what I love to do and to make the most out of it. Sure. And what would it mean to her for you to continue to play professional football? You know, to be honest, football or no football, she just loves me for who I am. And I think that's what I love most about her is that, you know, she never really pushed out on me that much, but she always wanted me to follow my dreams and wanted me to make it to what I wanted to do. But it would mean, it would mean the world. You know, I was, I'm the first one in my family to go to college, to be able to do anything. You know, I grew up around a home where there was a lot of um, gang violence and people going in and out of jail and nobody really saw school or football as an opportunity to pursue. So it would mean a lot. You know, it will change generations to come for sure. That's amazing. Now, you play defensive end. So share with us, in your opinion, what do you think is necessary to really excel at your position? And what makes you elite at what you do? What separates you from the others out there? For me, like what separates me from others is my motor, my high motor of playing the game and, and just the relentless effort to get to the ball. I think things that you need to be able to have at the position is, you know, great hands and just being able to have pretty much everything to excel that position because it's not an easy position to play. So, Now, you were selected to play in the 2020 Hula Bowl. And for those listening that aren't familiar, similar to some of the other All-Star Bowl games that I've talked about on the series, like the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl and the Reese's Senior Bowl, 
The Hula Bowl is another all-star game that took place this past January at Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, Hawaii. And this one was a tad bit different as it's the first time they've had the Hula Bowl in over a decade. And you were the only player in the NAIA to get an invite. Tell us, what was it like playing in that bowl game? It really just meant, you know, all the hard work that I really put in to um, get recognized um, at that level. But it meant a lot, you know, just to have the opportunity to go and compete with a bunch of guys who have played in front of 72,000 strong and have the depth of what we don't have usually at this level. But it was an amazing experience. You know, we did a lot of things with kids, you know, outside of football. You know, we went to elementaries and we just pretty much shared, you know, our experiences in our life with them and just try to be an inspiration to their lives and so that they can, you know, stick to school and whatever it is that they want to do as they get older and pursue their dreams. Sure. And there's a lot of different events, like you mentioned, uh, outside of the actual Hula Bowl game itself. Was there anything that really stuck out with you as memorable while you're in Hawaii? Just, you know, meeting uh, new guys and the overall experience with meeting new coaches and and just learning more about, you know, where your game is at as a football player, you know. And you were a member of the Kai defense, which was the West team in the bowl game, and you guys won 23-7. to Rex Ryan was the head coach for your team. Uh, For those that aren't familiar, Rex used to be the head coach of the New York Jets, the Buffalo Bills, as well as other various coaching positions um, for the NFL, as well as collegiate teams. What did you like about his head coaching style, and was there anything that you took away from from him or that coaching staff that uh, will enable you to be successful at the next level? Oh, man, what I liked about him the most was that, you know, he was just old school with everything, you know. He was just smash mouth football. That's what I loved about him the most is because, like, we're playing a game now that there's so many rules and coming in after another rule after another rule. And he was just simple, you know. Like, he kept the defense simple, and he just expected us to just go and just dominate. And that's, I, loved, I loved his energy, and that's what I loved about that the most. And then another coach that has impacted me a lot was Isaac Sapawanga. He was our D-line coach, played for the 49ers for, I believe, about 12 years. And he was just a really good coach. You know, he impacted the whole D-line, and he was just an overall great coach of teaching us, you know, coming back to the basics of things. And, and I've learned a lot over the time at, at the Hula Bowl. And aside from just technical skills and playing your position, did he ever give you any good life lessons that you think were just so impactful and something that you're going to take beyond the game to continue to be successful in your life? Uh, I think one of the things that stood with me the most, what he said is that we all made it there and that we're all winners in life. NFL or no NFL, that we still winners in life. We learned a lot, you know, from these coaches. I mean, because they, they've done a lot already, you know, so... I just think that that's like the most thing I took out of it is that, you know, he just said that we're winning in life already just because a lot of us made it this far. A lot of people didn't expect us to make it this far. It's important for people to always celebrate the wins that they've had. I mean, we all have big goals and, and dreams and we're progressing towards them, but we can't lose sight of the fact that we've come so far and, and take pride in that as well. So I think that's a wonderful piece of advice that uh, he shared with you. So are there any other lessons that you learned from playing college football that you think are going to help you be a better person as you move on to this next chapter in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, humility and hard work, accountability is huge. I felt like I would not be the person that I am today without going through college football and just the overall experience with school, football, the bond with your brothers. I mean, it definitely created a 
a character such as me that, you know, I will forever be grateful for and um, I will forever take with me in the rest of my life. Sure. And as human beings, we all make mistakes. We make missteps. We drop the ball or fumble the ball either on or off the field. Uh, can you tell us about a time where you fumbled and it doesn't have to be tied to football specifically, but just a time in your life that you may have fumbled or dropped the ball? How did you pick that back up and keep going? Oh, man, I was uh, currently at Snow College and it was my very first year, you know, away from home. And I just remember, you know, I was just going down a dark path. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to school. I wasn't, you know, doing the things that I was supposed to do. And I ended up coming back home and I was working at Frito-Lay. And I look back at it now and I kind of laugh, but I was working at Frito-Lay and, you know, I just didn't give up. If you have a vision, you have a plan and you take action on it, it's all going to work out in the end. And, and once you get out, just don't look back because, you know, things are going to get better in the end. I just remember that time when I was working at Frito-Lay, you know, I just kept it in my head that I was going to get back to football and just pick up the pieces that you can pick up and just keep going. I really like that because I think too often people, they remain stuck in what has happened instead of focusing on how they move forward. And I think that uh, you have to trust the process. Yes, ma'am. So share with us, what was your most memorable game and why? It had to be the game against Langston. Um, this was a team that we had bad blood with uh, within our first year of existence. But I remember them coming into our home and it was my favorite game because I just remember the running back. There was a running back in the backfield. He was mo he was kept on motioning to the left and then he came back to the right and then we were just keep on giving us checks. Our backers kept on giving us checks in the front. And I just remember it was third and 10 and they were on the 20 yard line. They were getting ready to score. I come off the ball, rip, and I sat the quarterback and changed the whole momentum of the game. And I think that was one of my most memorable moments because, you know, it's, it's within those moments that you got to dig deep and, you know, who's, who is it going to be to make that play to change the whole momentum of the game? And we end up winning that game, I believe, 27 to 7. Now, you've said before that The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has been an influence for you and someone you've looked up to. What is it about The Rock that really inspires you? Oh, man, I mean, just everything about him, really, just his story on how, you know, the seven bucks story, I'm pretty sure everybody heard about that. If there's one thing that stuck with me that I've always taken from him is when he talks about his back against the wall, how important it is to know that no matter what life brings you, when your back is against the wall, you just got to keep moving forward. The only way to go is forward. And I, I really took that from him and everything that I've been facing currently and in the past. You know, I just used that to just keep pushing and keep chasing after your dreams. What about outside of football? What are your hobbies? Uh, outside of football, you know, I like to hike. I like to, you know, our people is pretty relaxed people. So I did, we just really like to just kick back, barbecue, relax, play some good jams and music like reggae. So, yeah, I, I, I think I enjoy that most. Just being with family and going on hikes here and there, fishing, stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, let's do a couple fun questions. What's your favorite food? I definitely have to go with just Samoan food just because I grew up on that my whole life. For those of you who don't know what Samoan food is, it's uh, we just cook the meat traditionally different, you know? Like we like to eat pig, we like to eat lamb, taro, a lot of rice and stuff like that. That's like my favorite food. <laughs> sure. Being Filipino myself, we eat a lot of rice as well. So now what about your favorite football movie? Uh, my favorite football movie would have to be Remember the Titans. That is my sure. favorite. So I love that <laughs> yeah. movie. It's classic. Yeah, for sure. And how about what is your favorite professional sports team? Doesn't have to be football. I grew up a Lakers fan my whole life. Kobe fan. 
I've always loved Kobe. Always, he's always been an inspiration to me. Uh, Lakers has always been my team that I've always watched um, growing up. So yeah, that's always been my favorite team. Okay, and my son is a, a big Lakers fan. And if you could be any superhero, who would it be and why? Definitely Superman, just because, you know, he can fly. And lastly, <laughs> how can people follow you? Tell us what social channels you're on. How can people stay up with what you're doing? I'm on Instagram a lot, Twitter. It's just Alema Collins one. Those are the main uh, social medias I'd be on. Yeah, they okay. can follow me on there for sure. And we'll be sure to put those in the show notes as well so people can follow you on your path to the draft and, and beyond. Well, Alema, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Yes, man. Thank you. And I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.jenniferagarrett.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.